welcome to Real Estate with a Twist. I'm Asia Deming. And I'm Erin Lamb. The purpose of this podcast is to bring a fresh perspective to all topics relevant in today's real estate market. We, both being new to the business but not new to sales, want to always be asking the question, is this the best way to conduct business? Or how can we best serve our clients and other vendors involved in our everyday transactions? So the real estate part is basic discussion on what meets the eye, but the twist will be the unveiling of what is not necessarily obvious, but just as important to our overall success. We want to help you accomplish this while still being yourself. Good morning, everybody. So today we are going to listen to this episode with just me, not Aaron, because Aaron is still battling COVID. So Aaron, we do hope that you start feeling better as quickly as possible. So let's, let me tell you what we're going to talk about today. Today, we are going to talk about riding the wave. This is a topic that I am very passionate about. You really have to ride the wave pretty much with everything in life. It's one of the things that I have taken a lot of time with myself to practice and I feel like I've mastered it. Um, No matter what happens in my life, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, I just kind of ride the wave. I don't become extremely reactive. Um, I kind of just see how it all plays out and I keep myself pretty even keeled about it. Um, And that's hard to do for a lot of people. It really is. It's something that most people struggle with. It's something that most people won't be able to do in their lifetime unless they really put a conscious effort into mastering this. So let's talk about how you handle the ebbs and flows and the natural downtime in real estate. So we all have a predictable real estate cycle. It's a yearly cycle in the real estate market. So I've been in real estate now for a couple of years, so I can't really say that I know for sure the actual cycle. Plus, I got into real estate during COVID, so I don't really know what the natural ebbs and flows are. But I've done some research on this, And for most people, um, they say like 85 to 90% of real estate agents, they experience um, a cycle that kind of goes like this, like January and February, things are pretty quiet, okay? And that's right after the holidays. So I would say that that makes sense. Then they start ramping up. So March and April, they may get a little bit busier, Come May and June, now they're crazy busy. They're running around on buyer's tours, getting listings. You know, this is your busy time. This is the time where you need to make money and you need to be smart with your money. Save it for your slower times because that is going to ease the anxiety that we're going to discuss in a little bit further into this episode. But this is the time you want to maximize. You know, I know in... There's a lot of episodes that I've talked about that you want to make sure you're scheduling a day off and things like that. You still want to try to do that in this busy time, but it may not look like a perfect schedule, you know, Monday through Sunday, you know, there may be a week that you don't get a day off. I know for me, 
you know, in my busy season, if I have listings, you know, my broker has a process where we do a grand opening on listings. And I think it's great. It really, really works and helps us get the listing sold as quickly as possible. But it's a two day open house. So that takes up your Saturday and Sunday. So if I'm really busy and I don't have the time to take time off during the week, and then I'm working Saturday and Sunday, that turns into a seven day work week. But guess what? That doesn't mean that I worked 24 seven. I maybe took the morning off during the week or took an afternoon off. I get my time, trust me people. But on the flip side, I'll make sure that that next week, I do what I can to give myself a full weekend. So you make up the time somewhere else. So we have had episodes on perfection and not everything is always going to look so perfect and cookie cutter. And you need to understand that. And that is part of handling the ebbs and flows of life, of real estate, of whatever it is. So you get through your crazy busy period and then things start to slow down a little bit in July and August. So they start to slow down and then boom, it starts right up again, right after Labor Day. And they say that busy season goes until roughly November and then it starts to slow down for the end of the year and then the cycle starts again. So how do you as agents handle these ups and downs? Does it give you anxiety and panic or do you use them to your advantage? Well, let me answer that question for you. Most people, most agents get anxiety filled. They start to panic. They have nothing going on. They're concerned about money and what are they going to do? Well, hopefully, as I said before, when it was crazy busy, you've set yourself up in a way that you can take that financial burden off your plate, possibly. But what you need to do is you need to recognize the pattern and accept it. Now, for me, it's a little bit easier because I have a lot of sales experience. So I pretty much have this mastered. I tend not to panic. So what I do and what you should do is you need to recognize the pattern and try not to fight the uphill battle that you're never going to win. What you should do is instead just embrace the downtime. That's really, really what you got to do. You've got to embrace it. And if you embrace it, it's going to help you get yourself organized. There's so many things you can do. Besides organizing, you can market yourself. You can set up your systems and processes. Or if you have systems and processes already in place, you can tweak them. And most importantly, you can enjoy your family and just do you. Take this time to do all of the things that you wish you could enjoy. You know, I kind of find it funny. And I think I've said this in the past, but I'm going to say it again. I hear agents all the time say, oh my God, I can't sleep because I'm so busy. And then on the flip side, they're like, oh my God, I can't sleep. It's so slow and I have nothing in my pipeline. I laugh to myself because it's like, well, when do you sleep? Like, you're not happy if you're super busy, but then you're not happy if you have nothing going on. Like, you have to find a time to be happy, people, 
And you're, it's not always going to be like you have this happy medium and you've got like this perfect pipeline that's just in a steady groove. It's just, it doesn't happen that way. We wish it could, but it doesn't. So you have a choice how you're going to spend that downtime. Okay. So, and at the end of the day, I get it. We are all human, right? Even I sometimes have to remind myself when that little bit of anxiousness creeps in, I have to remind myself, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is your downtime and this is what you've been looking forward to. So embrace it. And then for me, it's almost like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. I'm like, wow, I feel like it's time off. For me, it's like the, when I was a kid and it was like the last day of school and my summer had just started or, you know, I got a snow day, you know, that's kind of how I feel. You know, it, it just, it gives me that happiness and that excitement and that joy. So now I'm like, well, I can start doing all of the things that I wanted to do. So the best part for me is I experience my downtime at the end of August So that's great because it allows me to enjoy the rest of my summer. So as Labor Day comes up, I would be able to enjoy it. And I hope that that's how it pans out this summer, you know, and at this point, by the time this airs, this is going to be probably late fall going into the winter time, but I'm recording this in the summertime and I can kind of tell by the way my pipeline is that I probably will have the end of August this year to enjoy. And that's great because I bought a boat this year um, with my husband. We like to go up to the lake and just really, truly enjoy ourselves. That's like our calm space. You just, you're chilling out. My husband loves to fish, so he's doing his thing. It's just great. Um, my broker and his wife also got a boat and we're, uh, we're all very close So it's, we just all get to enjoy some really nice downtime together. And it's great. You know, I was in the car business, as you all know, and I worked too many years and too many hours to be able to enjoy these times, especially my summers. I used to crave enjoying my summer. I hated that I was working Labor Day and I didn't know what time I was going to get out to go enjoy my friends or my family at the barbecue because I was too busy in the car dealership working. And I was too busy, you know, telling my guys, you know, don't even think about the barbecue later, you know, get to work. We've got numbers to hit. You know, it's, it was that vicious cycle that never allowed me to enjoy my time. So, or my holidays, which are now are so precious to me. I will do anything and everything I can to protect them. So I'm kind of glad the way that it looks like for me, um, which kind of also falls into the cycle that they say, it looks like my August, at the end of my August, I actually will have that downtime. We'll see how that works. So I'm trying to forecast it and it looks like it's going to pan out that way, but who really knows? So now how do you handle this? You know, there's certain things that you can do in order to get this kind of mindset created. And step one is to recognize the cycle or the pattern in your market. Some markets are different, okay? So there's like vacation um, markets, things like that. Um, Your vacation areas, that market obviously is going to be different. So recognize your market. Step two, remember, 
We are all human, like I said. So most likely, you're automatically going to get anxious. So you need to have like a pep talk. Like just say, stop it. Tell yourself, stay calm. This is a normal part of the process and the market. If you tell yourself that, you need to believe yourself. First of all, say it with confidence to yourself. Okay. Step three is to take action. Okay. Do something that's going to push your business forward and grow your business. The whole point of getting into real estate is every year you want to grow, right? And increase your business, especially if you're new. At some point, your business, you know, is going to max out and you're going to either grow and build a team around yourself where you're going to say, okay, I'm going to, I like the position I'm in. I'm going to kind of keep it here. Whatever the case is, there's no right or wrong there. It's whatever works for you. Okay. Um, a couple things that you can do to take action, you know, for, um, our brokerage, we, uh, we use Zillow and our broker provides us free leads through Zillow, you know, get your Zillow portal in order. Um, Write out your yearly thank you cards to all of the clients that helped your year be successful because they bought houses from you or they allowed you to list your list their house and sell it. Whatever the case is, create a plan or process for what you're going to do for those clients. This way you keep your name in front of them. There's so many different things that you can do. But you know, start to plan that out so that at the end of the year it's not so overwhelming. Do all of the things that you complain about that you don't have time to do. I have agents all the time complain to me that they don't have time to do this. They don't have time to do that. I don't understand. Blah, blah, blah. Actually, I do understand. And what I understand is is that you're not organized. And I don't mean that in a condescending way. It's just if you were to have this mindset, you wouldn't feel like this. Um, You know, there's things that you could do like working on your weaknesses, learn to continue, or I'm sorry, to continue to learn, train, whatever the case is. You know, some people want to create websites. That's not for everybody, but maybe that's something you want to work on. Maybe you want to get involved in social media, but you haven't had the time to dedicate to it. Maybe now's the time to kind of learn how to get into social media and start your social media accounts and come up with a game plan to keep it active. Because once again, if you're going to be in social media, you have to be consistent. I admit, even for myself, I'm not that consistent with it. I don't really like being on social media. So it may not be the avenue that I want to dedicate my time to. Sometimes I feel the pressure because I feel like you have to, but that's, it's up to you. Do what works for you, which is the whole idea behind this podcast to give agents information and all these ideas and you pick and choose what's going to work best for you and your business. Um, A big thing that you can do is get your email set up, get it organized, get rid of all the junk and email that you don't need in your inbox. We just had an episode on email, you know, having an email that's organized will help you stay organized. And especially it's important to do now this way, when you are crazy busy, you're already set up to handle it and you don't feel so overwhelmed and anxious during that time. You know, in real estate or in a lot of industries, you're anxious when you're crazy busy, but then you're anxious when you're slow. 
You can't live your life so anxious and stressed out of your mind, people. Take time to enjoy life. Life is so short. You've got to embrace it. And that's why a lot of us got into this industry to give ourselves that work-life balance. So give it to yourself. You've earned it. Um, you know, it's, there's so many, sorry, people, there's so many different things that you can do in order to grow your business and help yourself. And it's all going to help your business. But here, think of one thing. Don't try to do all of this in one year. Do it one step at a time. People pick one thing and bang it out. Like it's your job. And then the next year, Pick another thing that you're going to do. And in five years, your business will be set up. It's great. Or whatever, six years, seven years, however long it takes. Now, the final step is, is if you do all this, you can build a business that actually can sustain itself. Don't you all want to get to the point where you have systems and processes in place. You're so organized. You've uh, mastered time management and being efficient. And you've got people just referring yourself, referring friends and family to you. That's great. I mean, that's the point in business that I want to get to. I don't have to go out and and farm for leads or um, whatever the case is. Like, you know, luckily we have Zillow and we get leads, but I would much rather work with a referral. You have a much better chance of closing somebody that was referred to you than a lead that came from the internet. That's just proven fact, people. So the best part about all of this is, is if you do this, you took all of that negative, anxious energy and you put it towards something positive that's going to help grow your business. It's a win-win. Guess what? Now you can rest. Remember guys, even athletes need to take a rest period. It's like a marathon. Runners train so hard and then they rest. Athletes do. You know that's why you think they have seasons. Real estate has seasons. It goes hand in hand. It's the same thing, okay? You just need to learn how to embrace the seasons. So once you learn how to embrace your downtime, you'll truly be able to rest. I love my rest time. I know that I get my certain period of rest time and then I'm recharged and ready for business. I really, really look forward to it. Being well rested is going to be the best thing for you, your family, and your clients. Remember, You can't even service your clients properly if you're so stressed out of your mind. You could be misguiding them out of desperation. It's, it, honestly, you're losing in every category. You're losing for you, you're losing for your family, and you're losing for your clients. You're not going to even be present for your family if you're so stressed out and your mind is just so focused on your business and your downtime and what are you going to do and it's slow and I can't handle this. I just need to quit, you know, and speaking of quitting during this downtime, if you don't do what I just told you to do or what I suggested to do, you're going to start to beat yourself up during your slow time, your downtime, whatever you want to call it. And self-doubt is going to kick in. And we had a, um, an episode on self-doubt and confidence. You're going to convince yourself to quit. And that's 
a contributing factor to why 78% of agents don't make it to five years in this business. That is a staggering statistic. 78% people, agents fail within five years. This is a life and business changing experience if you can do it. I'm telling you, if you tell yourself that you can do this and just keep doing it and keep positive, you're going to be able to do it. It's just like working out. It's really hard to do at first, but your mind has to be stronger than your body. And if you can do that and you keep working out every day or, you know, not seven days a week, but you keep to a consistent routine, it does become easier. You know, you build that endurance. It's not so hard. And eventually you become, you begin to enjoy it. You know, I know I do, and maybe not for everybody. Maybe that's a poor example, but working out is a way of life for me and it's a stress reliever and I just feel so much better when I do it. And for me, it's not, it's not hard anymore. As a matter of fact, it's hard for me not to work out. It's the opposite. So if you do these steps, it'll be hard for you to not take a break during that downtime. That's what's going to happen. And don't we all want that? We do. So hopefully everybody can take these steps and really implement it um, and just do it. Just I promise, try it and you won't regret it. You really have nothing to lose and there's no downside to this. So let's get into the self-care tip of the episode. The self-care tip is get organized. Um, I truly believe that getting organized helps relieve stress and it will make you feel more at peace and it'll give you a sense of accomplishment. The best part about it is, is if you're organized, it's long lasting if you can keep it that way and it keeps you stress-free because you won't feel so um, so chaotic in the future when you're so busy. So it's a win-win all the way around. So now we've got somebody to cheers. So I'm going to cheer Nancy Allum. So I am tri-state licensed and I had one of my first transactions in Pennsylvania that has closed recently. And she knew that I was new to that state and she was such a sweetheart. She actually took me under her wing and really helped me understand the process in that state. And it was really great to see an agent helping another agent instead of being nasty towards them or not wanting to help them, which there's so much of that in this industry. But of course, that's in every industry, but that's because everybody's so competitive. But she really, uh, really helped me out kept things moving forward. So thank you and cheers to you, Nancy. So anyway, thanks for listening. Hopefully this was helpful and we'll talk to you next episode, people. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Real Estate with a Twist podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and we had a blast. If you liked it, make sure to like, rate, and review us. We'll be back soon, but in the meantime, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Estate with a Twist podcast. Take care and we'll see you next time on Real Estate with a Twist podcast.